<laughs> it's February 2nd. Happy Super Bowl Sunday to one and all. To one and all and all. Good night. Um, it is, of course, Sunday, the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl just finished. I, of course, did not watch because I'm not a big football fan, nor am I any sport fan. But I am a sport. Sport. I am a fan of swimming and skiing and whatnot, but those aren't, like, televised events. But anyways, um, tonight was the Super Bowl, of course, and it was just breaking news that the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. I didn't even know who was playing. The only time I've ever known who was ever playing was the Patriots because the Patriots are from New England. I'm from New England because, of course, I am from Boston, as I've said many a time. Um, so a big congratulations to them. Um, but, of course, I'm here to talk about not the football game itself, but of course the concert, and that is the J-Lo and Shakira show. Because basically, do you remember the year that Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl and it was called the Beyonce Bowl? And then of course when Lady Gaga it was called the Lady Gaga Bowl, Katy Perry, the Katy Perry Bowl. And I usually I think what they do is they every other year it's like a man and a woman and a man and a woman. But I obviously I prefer the female bands and the female performers because I just think that they're stronger and they're better and they're more talented and they're just it's more of a performance, it's more of a spectacular show. In my not so humble opinion, of course. Um but I did see on Instagram and of course on YouTube their fabulous performance and it's glorious and it's just it's just too much to handle my eyes were literally bleeding um praise satan in the words of sabrina by the way i just i started season three of the chilling adventures of sabrina on netflix now and it's like literally the best season ever so far so if you're a fan of sabrina watch it it's great so anyway so let's just like get right into it um happy february everybody i can't even believe it's february january is over which basically means it's almost christmas again so i just need to get my holiday shopping on the go speaking of holiday shopping i think actually before i read a little bit about the super bowl i'm gonna read about the best commercials because there were some fabulous commercials that were out some comical ones of course um with a lot of big names and i did see one person who has the same manager as i do in a commercial and i was like really bitter about that but that's okay um congratulations to everybody on all their successes um so this first article is the best commercials from the 2020 super bowl pringles and planters and pepsi oh my this is from some article called polygon now i've never heard of this site or source before but you know what it's really exciting to always bring in new websites to my podcast aka the mistress of pop culture oh hi everybody again it's andrew dimitri if you are new welcome if you're old and well hey everybody um but it's been a dandy weekend um it's it was like basically summer yesterday in la but now it's almost basically like winter again it's like 60 degrees um sorry my friend is texting me about how he is just being really inappropriate right now so anyways i'm gonna ignore that so let's just read about the commercials again this is from a website called Polygon. Um, here we go. Uh, there's Sportsmanship, The Big Game, The Halftime Show, The Tortino's Pizza Rolls, and of course, The Commercials. Super Bowl commercials are notoriously expensive. 30-second spot in 2020 reportedly cost as much as 5.6 mil. <laughs> Chump change, of course. Um, so they're often full of high-profile celebrities, zany humor, and some unorthodox twists on television advertisements, as we know them. Um, in recent years, most of these trailers find their way online before The Big Game itself, but that doesn't mean companies cough, planters cough, wasted all the surprises before Super Bowl Sunday itself, in case you missed the game, or else, um, or in case you just wanted to relive the best moments of the night, we've rounded up the, the we've rounded up the trailers worth watching. Um, and the first commercial that I actually did see prior to today happening um, was with one of my favorite people ever. Well, two of my f- favorite people ever. Eh. Evan ever, and that is of course Ellen and Portia um, for Amazon Alexa. It was very funny. It's very comical, and it's very in the vein of Ellen's humor, and I like that because I really like Ellen. I think she's very funny. I think she's just a beacon of light in these very dark times. Um, so it's Amazon Alexa before Alexa. Say what you want to say what you want about Amazon or Ellen DeGeneres, but this commercial wherein we as an audience travel back in time to see what people did before Alexa is funny. Uh, there are jesters and jugs and dragons and variations of the name Alexa throughout time. Um, sorry, I'm just adjusting where I am. I'm in a bathroom right now recording this, which is very unorthodox, of course, but it's, that's just who I am. I'm very unorthodox. By the way, I've always wanted to know, like, what the Orthodox Church means. I don't even know what that means. I've never even been to church before, except for weddings, but hearsay. Um, anyways, I digress. So, that was the first commercial. The second commercial is Avocados from Mexico. The Avocados from Mexico Shopping Network. Look, look. 
we are all well aware of millennials love avocado stereotype, but at this point, we get it. It's a thing. But come on, we would pay for a little pouch to gently hold a delicious avocado to my chest? Of course, maybe. I mean, it would depend on how much it was. Um, I did not see that commercial, but it's funny, and I think that the idea is very original. Next commercial is um, Doritos Old Town Road. Uh, I didn't see that, but of course, I'm sure it's in the vein of that song, Old Town Road, which they performed at the Grammys, by the way, which was fantastic, of course. Google Loretta. This commercial made me quietly sob me, as in the person writing this article, not me, because I haven't even seen this commercial, but I'm just reviewing it, because I'm recapping it, because that's what I do, that is my job, yeah, duh. This commercial made me quietly sob in the office, like full galobs of tears. Essentially, the real-life father of a Google employee tells his Google assistant to help him remember his late wife. Oh, that's very sentimental. Let's not think about the implications of Google having access to treasured memories and photos. It can be used for good. Hyundai Smart Pock. Oh, I already love this because in the commercial is John Krasinski and Chris Evans. <laughs> Two of my days, of course. Um, Captain America, duh. Um, some big names from Boston. Chris Evans, John Krasinski, Rachel Dratch, and David Big Poppy Ortiz. Comment about the routine parking in the city, but with this really hammy Boston accent, but with really hammy Boston accents. I had no idea John Krasinski was from Boston. That's really exciting. But I did know that Chris Evans was because I myself am a Bostonian, even though you might not even be able to tell from my voice because I don't have an accent. I did a really good job of suppressing it and making sure I never had an accent when I moved to LA, or actually throughout my entire life. Um, uh, every moment is delightful. Dare I say I want more advertisement? No, but really, can we just uh, get a full cut of theatrical, a full a theatrical cut of this. Okay, Jeep Groundhog Day. Now, I've heard a little bit about, a little bit of buzz about this commercial. I'm literally just slipping all over my words. I'm literally so sorry, but I just am so excited because I love that everybody's just so excited about the Super Bowl, and I love that, you know, there's sort of this air of, ooh, a buzz. It's much like when the Oscars go on in LA. There's just an air of excitement and, you know, the air, which is just what I just said. I'm just literally so re- out of control today. Okay, okay, it's Bill Murray as Phil Connors, his character in the 1993 classic Groundhog Day. Oh, that's very funny. By the way, Groundhog Day did happen... I don't know if it was today or this weekend, but I do know that spring is coming early, which is a woohoo, woohoo. Um, you know, the one where he lives in the same spot in the same day over and over again, except, well, the commercial starts off hitting the movie beat by beat. Phil decides to take a garnished orange Jeep for a swing. No day is the same with the Jeep. Bonus points on this one because Super Bowl day was actually Groundhog Day. Oh, so it, it was Groundhog Day today. Oh, I love groundhogs because I love animals. Um, New York life uh, agape. Don't know about that one. Pepsi. Pepsi always did it because I think Pepsi sponsors the Super Bowl. Um, Planters tribute. Last year, Skittles mounted a stage musical. This year, Planters plans a funeral. The peanut company announced on January 22nd that Mr. Peanut, the face of Planters since 1916, had perished in a um, GR. What exactly does this mean? Well, it turns out uh, that means a funeral where other brand mascots such as the Kool-Aid Man and Mr. Clean mourning Mr. Peanut and then from his grave where his mangled corpse presumably rests, a plant grows, revealing baby nut. Oh, there's a new face. Oh, that's really cute. And the, the baby nut Twitter, uh, there's a screen grab of that. Um, hashtag baby nut here, back and cuter than ever. Now what should I do next? Tell me in the replies, and I'll try to do them in real time. And yes, suggestions are a little nutty. Suggestions that are a little nutty are okay. You know, I really like that idea. I think that's really in tune with the times. And, you know, we're living in a really nutty era, eh, of course. Um, and I think that's just, just great, reviving the brand, reviving the company, reviving... The mascot. I would love to be a mascot for a company. And if I could be a mascot for any company, it would probably be, um, let me think. Well, what do I use all the time? Cetaphil. I do love me some Cetaphil. I love soap. I love cleaning products. You know, I was just suffering an apartment today, my friend's apartment, because my dog lives here part-time. And the floor was just so nasty. And I was saying to myself, I would, I could literally see myself, if I saw boxes of Swiffers in the grocery store with my face all over them, I'd literally scream and I'd buy every single one of them and I'd get, business would just be booming. Um, I also love paper towels because like I use paper towels for everything. I use them sometimes when I'm in the bathroom and I run out of toilet paper because I like to buy one individual roll at a time because I'm weird and I'm like that. I would love to like, and I use paper towels sometimes, you know, to 
do my thing. But don't worry, that might sound like aggressive and painful on the bum bum, but if you like dab a little bit of warm water on it, it's basically a, pa- a toilet piece of pa- toilet paper. Um, I would love to be the face of to- like Bounty, maybe it could be me. Um, milk, I don't drink milk, so no. Oh, Chips Ahoy's. I love Chips Ahoy cookies. I'd be the face of that. would be great with that. I love water, smart water. But I think Jennifer Aniston has that job. So that's okay because I love Jennifer Aniston. You know, Rachel Green needs that coin, obviously, because she's not making millions of dollars in residuals. Yeah, joke. Okay, so let's see. Um, These are basically all the commercials here. Pringles with Rick and Morty, Squarespace, Winona, Winona. Oh, oh my gosh, Winona Ryder. Bless her. You know what? She's just killing it. Since I, feel, I always say this to my friends who watch Stranger Things. Stranger Things literally revived her career. Not that, you know, her career was not doing well or anything, but, you know, she was um, an 80s star. And then, you know, that whole thing happened, whatever. Um, but now she's literally back as Joyce and better than ever. Okay. Um, there is nothing more endearing about Winona Ryder shout talking to a police officer about creating a website whilst lying on the snowy ground in front of the welcome billboard for the town of Winona, Minnesota. Oh, that's why. Oh, that's funny. That's a joke. Cause I've actually seen the interviews. That's why Winona Ryder was named Winona because of Winona. Minnesota. Duh. Um, the ad is made. The ad is made all the more endearing when you learn that the website Winona Ryder is designing about is about Winona, Minnesota, using Squarespace. So cute. Tide laundry later. Don't know about that. Um, I don't use Tide. I use All because All has a hypoallergenic laundry detergent that I use, and uh, I have very sensitive skin. So, oh, you know, that's another thing I would love to be a brand ambassador for is laundry detergent. I love laundry. You guys, you don't even understand. When I found my apartment that I'm in now, there was one like. Um, sort of rider in my uh, rental agreement, or lease, I believe, is that it had to have an in-unit washer dryer because I am not sharing my machine with other people because when I first lived in LA, the first two and a half years, I lived in one of those buildings that you had like a communal um, washer dryer room and I, I couldn't handle it. It was just so nasty and I'm a crazy germaphobe person. So it's just out of control. Okay. Um, well, there's a lot of Thai commercials here, so I just can't even. Okay, well, that's the end of the article. So yeah, those are some great dandy commercials um, and it's just great because it's creativity at its highest and, uh, you know, people are using their advertisement dollars really well, spending millions and millions of dollars on um, spots that everybody in the world will see, except for Andrew DVG, because again, as I said, I was not watching the Super Bowl. I was um, cleaning, eating my sandwich, playing with my dog, and watching Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. Okay, so, well, Chiefs won the Super Bowl, so congratulations to the Chiefs. Um, let me read this little article here. Led by Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs win their first Super Bowl in 50 years. Oh, that's actually really exciting. Um, I'm going to put a pin in it because my dog is barking like out of control right now. So please hold while your call is being connected. I am back and better than ever. Okay, to continue this article, of course, this is from CNN. Um, Miami Gardens, Florida. Patrick Mahomes keeps rewriting the NFL history books and the wait is over for the Chiefs and their head coach is finally over. A half century after winning their first Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs have won Super Bowl LIV. Live. Um, I'm not really good at uh, Roman numerals. So let's just say I know V is 10. No, X is 10. 5. Who cares? Defeating the San Francisco 49ers 31-20 at Hard Rock Stadium. By the way, the, the guests that were at the Super Bowl, well, I have an article about that, were just out of control. I don't know why I wasn't on the list, but that's okay. Maybe next year. Mahomes, last year's league MVP, has joined Ben someone and Tom Brady as the only quarterbacks to hoist a Lombardi trophy before their 25th birthday. Ooh, that's very successful. The 24 years, I'm sorry, at 24 years and 138 days old on Sunday, Mahomes became the fifth youngest quarterback to start in the Super Bowl. He's also now the youngest player to win an NFL MVP award and a Super Bowl title, surpassing Pro Football Hall of Famer Emmett Smith, 24 years and 233 days old, um, on the last day of his MVP in 1993 season. Mahomes is the third African-American quarterback to win a Super Bowl, joining Doug Williams with Washington and Super Bowl 
1982 in Russell Wilson. He's married to Sierra, by the way. Seattle Super Bowl, um, a number that I can't read, and 2014. <laughs> and it's the first title for Andy Reid, 61, who up until Sunday night have been known as the best head coach to have ever, to, I'm sorry, to have never won a Super Bowl or NFL championship. This was the second Super Bowl appearance in his 21-year head coaching career. Quote, nobody deserves this trophy more than Andy Reid, Chiefs Chairman Clark Hunt said, a Mahomes magic. It wasn't easy for the Chiefs. For the third straight game, Kansas City had to come from behind, tailing, I'm sorry, trailing 2010, heading into the fourth quarter. That was in part because Mahomes was bothered by the 49ers defensive front with defensive rookie of the year, Nick Bosa, applying pressure on Mahomes. Much of the night with five minutes and 23 seconds left in the third quarter, Mahomes made his first costly mistake, throwing his first career postseason interception, settling up a 49ers touchdown to make it 20 to 10. Oh my goodness, this is so dramatic. I can't even handle it. He was kicked off again. Um, I'm sorry, he was picked off again. Kansas City's next possession with a Mahomes throw going behind wide receiver Tyreek Hill and snared by Tavarius Moore. Mahomes, um, 11 pa- Mahomes' 11 passing touchdowns without an interception was the most to start a playoff career in the Super Bowl era. Um, blah, 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 blah. Congratulations, uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I... I've never been to Kansas City, but I now I want to go because okay, well, the only time I've ever really like had any relationship with Kansas was the Wizard of Oz because that's where Dorothy lived and there was a tornado and then she ended up in Oz, blah, 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 blah. You know the story. Um, but congratulations. That's very exciting. And congratulations to Patrick. That's just thrilled, thrilled, just gargantuanly beautiful news. Now, the big story of the night and of the world, basically, is um, the halftime show. And that is Jennifer Lopez and Shakira crushing it and just putting on a show of all shows and i don't think a show has been this good since the beyonce bowl um and that was a great show because beyonce is basically queen of the world and she literally can do no wrong and nobody can top her um but i think that now she has equal equalizers and i think lady gaga's was amazing too so here we go uh actually what is this article called okay well anyways i'm just gonna read it to you well there's many articles here um, well, there's three. So the first one is, this is from E. Jennifer Lopez's daughter joins her and Shakira during the Super Bowl halftime show. Miami just got hotter. Jennifer Lopez and Shakira shut down the 2020 Super Bowl halftime show with their epic performances. The dynamic duo made history as the first two Latinas to lead a halftime performance at the major NFL event, gave viewers and audience members a show to remember. Oh, yes, they did. Um, I just love Shakira. I remember she was in an episode of Ugly Betty, which is literally my favorite show ever, and that was, like, the best moment of my life. And remember when Betty was at the Atlantis Hotel with um, Mode Magazine, and Wilhelmina was with that guy who was chased down by the feds, and then she realized she liked that guy, Matt, whose dad was, like, his financing the company. Oh, such a good show. Okay, anyways, to continue. Sorry to go off the beaten path. Uh, while, the, while the face-off between the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs were, and it was entertaining, the moment... <laughs> The shade. The moment JLo and Shakira hit the stage, the game is over. Sorry, not sorry. Kicking things off with a bang, the Colombian songstress hit the stage with an eye-catching red ensemble that was worthy of its own trophy. To start, she sang She Will, one of my favorite songs ever. And after, a new rendition of Empire. Um, she shut it down even more by belting out her iconic hit, whatever, whatever. And it's safe to say, the stadium went wild after she shot out Bad Bunny, who donned an all-silver get-up to sing a duet of I Like It and Chante. Shakira... By the way, I butchered that word. C-H-A-N-T-A-J-E. I've never heard of that song, but I'm sure it's fabulous. Shakira closed out her set with Hip Sunlight, of course. Her iconic, most famous song ever. Although, arguably, whenever, whenever is too. Of course, J-Lo hit the stage with a bang as she started off singing Jenny from the Block. You know what? I've always loved that song. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Jenny from the Block. Like, literally, that's iconic. Every time I think of that song, I think of when I had a Discman and I would play it on my way to camp. Because when I would go to camp, back in maybe, I'm going to say the year's, 98 to 2003, uh, I'd always have a disc one because that was before iPads, um, iPads, iPods came out and I just loved it. And I had all of JLo's CDs. 
I listened to J-Lo. I listened to Santana. I remember I had all the nows, like now one through like 12. Now there's probably, I think it's like now 99 now, or even in the hundreds, which is just crazy. But I loved it. And J-Lo was one of those stable CDs I always had. Okay, anyways, continue. Um, Jennifer for the block. She also shut it down with a performance of uh, Get Right and Waiting for Tonight. Love Don't Cost a Thing and Booty. I love Love Don't Cost a Thing. That's a great song. For her first look, she donned a leather beaded bodysuit by Versace that featured intricate cutouts and a plunging neckline. However, she slipped into another glitzy and glamorous ensemble for the second half of the show. It was a mirror-like fashion piece that certainly got people talking. Oh, yes, it did. Like Shakira, the crowd also went wild when Jay Balvin hit the stage with the 50-year-old icon. Together, I did not know she was 50. They sang Mi Gente and Que Calor. I did take Spanish, so I know that that is the correct pronunciation, of course. Um, to continue, the most endearing moment, however, came when J.L.'s 11-year-old daughter joined her on stage. Emmy, E-M-M-E, was a total and natural, was a total natural and belted out the lyrics to Let's Get Louder with her mama. She looks just like her mom, too. Imagine being J.L.'s daughter. That just must be, like, the most fabulous thing ever. Okay, to continue. The importance of this halftime performance wasn't lost on J- Shakira or J.L.O. Hours before hitting the stage, the Hustlers actors took to Instagram and shared a sweet message. Quote, so excited to share the stage with you tonight at Shakira. The caption right alongside a photo of the two embracing. Let's show the world what two little Latina girls can do. Oh my gosh, that's super emotional. And that's very important because given the current political climate where some people in this um, cabinet do not appreciate the Latina community, I think this is just showing the world what they can do. And why not have two better leaders than these two queens? Moreover, that's my words. That's not East words. Uh, moreover, the la- uh, moreover, last year, the two superstars touched on their highly anticipated performance and why it meant so much to them. Quote, I've always wanted to perform at the Super Bowl, Shakira told Zayn Lowe on Apple Music Beats 1 last October. Quote, it's like the holy grail of entertainment industry. It's a sports event, but it has a huge relevance for us artists, and I think it's going to be fantastic. She added, quote, This is going to be an event to celebrate Latin culture and the importance of women also in the industry. Additionally, the Hustlers actually shared the same sentiments, um, so on and so forth. And you know what? The damn girls did the thing. By the way, I would like to give a huge shout-out to Demi Lovato, who not only sounded like a queen, but looked fabulous in her white outfit, belting out the national anthem. She's got pipes, Demi Lovato. And I knew that because when she was on Sunday with a chance on Disney Channel, which, by the way, if you don't know that show, then you need to go to Disney Channel, Disney Plus right now and watch it. It was like Demi Lovato's earlier days. You know, when she was in Camp Rock. Oh, love her. I love her acting days. I miss Demi Lovato on my screen so much. Um, but she did her Grammys performance where she killed it, and then she did this the same, if not better. And she has pipes, and it was so cute because her manager, Scooter Braun, who's also obviously Justin Bieber's manager, very famous man, um... He posted something on his Instagram about Demi Lovato posting in 2010 how she dreams one day that she's going to perform at the Super Bowl singing the national anthem. And her dream came to fruition. So I just think that's a really sensitive moment. You know, I think this is a great moment for Demi Lovato given, um, you know, the, the you know, difficulty that she's gone through. But she's a superstar. And her talent is unparalleled and she's really good and she's really strong. And I think that this is just a big moment for her. So congratulations, Demi Lovato. You killed it. You looked amazing. And that hair is just something that I dream of. And your skin is so perfect. I would love to know what you use because I want to put it and smear it all over my body. Okay. Um, well, the next story I have from E! News is a little bit sort of what I covered in the last story. Uh, Jennifer Lopez gives Shakira a pep talk before 2020 Super Bowl. Um, Jennifer Lopez has shared some heartwarming words. For, heartwarming words. I'm so excited. I'm like literally slipping all over my words like a snake. Um, okay, I'm gonna start that again. <gasps> Jennifer Lopez has shared some heartwarming words for Shakira, who will co-headline the 2020 Super Bowl halftime show with her. Hours before the Kansas City Chiefs take on the San Francisco 49ers in Miami on Sunday, J-Lo posted on her Instagram page, a photo of her and the Colombian pop star hugging. Quote, so excited to share the stage with you tonight. At Shakira Lopez wrote, let's show the world what two little, Latina, two, two little Latin girls can do. Hashtag let's get loud. Hashtag girl power. Hashtag Super Bowl LIV. Hashtag SBLIV. Talk about a pep talk. Um, and then, you know, basically, literally, that's just like what the article I said before um, said, uh, basically, that it's Latin, Latinas, you know, really crushing it and killing it. So just 
congratulations to them. I'm just so happy for them and I'm happy that everybody received it well. And literally my Instagram page and all my stories are just on fire with everybody just talking about how marvelous they are. And they are marvelous. They're like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> okay, so the last story I have for you and then I must go because I want to finish the crowd and I also want to finish Sabrina and I like literally have to get ready because tomorrow's Monday, which means I have to like literally rest my pipes. Um, okay. Cardi B, off, this is from E! News, Cardi B, Offset, Paul Rudd, and other celebs spotted at the 2020 Super Bowl. Of course, Beyonce was there too, but you all know that because you probably all have Instagram. Because, given the times, of course. And if you don't have Instagram, then, well, good for you. Okay, Cardi B and her husband, Offset, were among several celebs spotted at the 2020 Super Bowl at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami on Sunday. Um, the money rapper posted on her Instagram story a video of Demi Lovato's highly praised national anthem performance. Offset also posted videos on his Instagram story, including a clip of him and his wife sitting in a VIP box. Ooh, so fancy, writing... It's, quote, it's been four years since I met the woman of my life, he said. He also bet $50,000 on the Chiefs. Ooh, money, money, money. Um, well, it looks like he's $50,000 richer. Um, the couple was later shown on the Jumbotron. Beyonce and Jay-Z, a.k.a. basically the U.S. royalty, of course, with Kim and Kanye. But they weren't there, I don't think. Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z were also spotted at the stadium singing together with their eldest daughter, Blue Ivy Carter, 8, and watching Lovato's performance earlier, Jay-Z. And the couple's little girl were photographed walking on the field before the game. Must be so fabulous. Bay also posted photos from the Super Bowl on her Instagram page. Other celebs seen at the Super Bowl, Emily Ratajkowski, Alec Rodriguez, and of course, fiance of Jennifer Lopez. Um, Paul Rudd, who is rooting for... Um, oh, Miles Teller's there, too. And Jeremy Renner. Oh, so handsome. Uh, Paul Rudd, was, um, Paul Rudd, who was rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the San Francisco 49ers, attended the game with his buddies Jeremy Renner and Miles Teller. Rudd, who starred with Renner in last year's Marvel blockbuster Avengers Endgame. By the way, I've literally been watching Infinity War, like, the last five days in a row because I'm so obsessed with it. It's so good. Um, Jeremy Renner, Miles Teller, Jay-Z, uh, Blue Ivy Carter, who's literally a queen, love her shoes. Um, Cardi and her husband, Demi Lovato, Emily Ratajkowski, who's gorgeous, Alice Rodriguez and his daughter, and Natasha. Uh, ooh, Natasha, Natasha. Oh my gosh, Matthew McConaughey and Camilla Alves. By the way, I just saw Matthew McConaughey and the gentleman when he was fabulous, fabulous. Cardi B, Paris Hilton, of course. Um, Sierra, oh, queen. Diddy and DJ Khaled. Dawn, Smyers, Demi Lovato and Shay Mooney, of course. Hazley, Lady Gaga. Uh, Karushi Tran and Victor Cruz, Jamie Foxx, Charles Melton and Casey Cott, of course, Riverdale alums, not alums, they're still on the show, um, Olivia Culpo, Paul Rudd, Guy Fieri, I love the Food Network, um, Meek Mill, Kevin Hart, Danielle Harrington, Jasmine Sanders, I don't know who that is, but she's fabulous, Post Malone, um, and so on and so forth. So just a salute of celebrities. It just was madness, Miami. It was madness. Of course, it's madness. For the love of God, madness. Thank you. And by the way, if you don't know what that joke is from, then you need to go watch Friends right now. All right, everybody. I hope everybody had a fabulous weekend and a fabulous Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super I don't even know, whatever it's called. That game where they throw balls across the field. By the way, when I was watching it, I went to go get a little bit of Botox touch up today because, you know, I just had to look fresh and young. I was watching the TV and I was Snapchatting it and I, I was like, I love basketball so much. And then I realized it was football because that's how much, I, that's how little I know about the sport. But um, I just loved it because of the halftime show and I love Demi Lovato. So I'm so excited that she had her national anthem breaking inaugural moment at the Super Bowl. Um, and her dream came true since she was a little girl. Um, congratulations to the team that won. Um, congratulations to the groundhog that decided that spring is coming early, which we all need. And congratulations Congratulations to Paris Hilton for being there. All right, everybody, have a great day, a great summer, a great life. Um, and I will be back this week because there are many more stories that are going on, of course, but I didn't want to, you know, I sort of wanted this entire episode to be Super Bowl themed because, you know, I don't want to like to go over the place. Now, of course, tomorrow's the Iowa caucus, and I know I don't like to, I don't love to get political, but as I said many a time, you know, I like my podcast to be a robust sort of, uh, ball of information to put out in the world because that's the world we're living in. You have to love entertainment, but you also love the reality of what's going on in the world. Okay, everybody, well, have a great night. Ta-ta. XOXO. See you later. Goodbye.